0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the WNR Body Transformation Podcast. This is yours truly, yours sincerely, uh, the best possible trainer in the world. Sometimes I like to praise my own tail. My name is Yash Jeswani, and I am the founder of WNR Body Transformations. Me being the only one right now at the moment, but if all goes well, I plan to expand. So yeah, here we go. This is me just laying out my ambitions because if you put it out in the open, you're pressurized to achieve it. Anyways. Let's not get off topic. First of all, thank you everybody for listening to my podcast and from the statistics that I can see. I actually got like 11 new followers on Spotify, so I really appreciate that. It means a lot and it's good to see like people are just not simply listening, but they're actually acknowledging it. So it means a lot. So yeah, anyways, let's crack on. The topic for today is going to be stress. What people need to know about stress, how it affects you, what are the side effects of it. And how does it actually relate to your body transformation, your health, your fitness in the process? So let, I have divided this podcast into four sections, well, four to five sections. The first one is the definition of stress. The second one is how does it affect you? The third one is coping mechanisms for stress. And the fourth one is how does it affect your body transformation? And the last one is where I'm actually going to provide you solutions. So. If you want solutions, if you want like a permanent solution to all your problems, you need to understand how stress actually functions inside your body. So, please listen to the full podcast because it's going to benefit you. And there's a truckload of knowledge and nuggets in the SportsCup podcast. So, don't be lazy, listen to this, okay? Anyways, let's crack on. What is the definition of stress? What do you mean by stress when people say, oh, you know what, I feel really stressed at the moment. So... I'm just going to pull up the scientific definition of it. In medicinal terms, the body's response to physical, mental, or emotional pressure is what's known as stress. So, whenever you face any sort of physical pressure, which could be like you training in the gym, you hitting your muscles harder than what you did before, like you progressing in the gym, like let's say you deadlifted 100 kilos for 10 reps last time, now you're trying to deadlift 100 kilos for 11 reps, you're doing more than what you did before, that's known as physical pressure. Your body's going to adapt do that by putting on muscle, but then the fact that you're progressing in the gym is known as physical pressure, okay? So your body is going to secrete stress hormones in that particular moment. Mental stress, let's say someone passed away in your family, rest in peace, by the way, or you broke up with your girlfriend, or you have an argument with your significant other, that's a stressful event. That's also known as mental pressure or emotional pressure. So whenever you face any situation like this, whenever you come across any situation like this, You're going to secrete a particular hormone known as cortisol cortisol in biological terms is the stress hormone basically yeah when you secrete cortisol some chemical changes in your body are going to occur that can raise blood pressure that can raise heart rate that can raise blood sugar levels so like let's say when something bad happens or when you feel stressed you're going to feel anxious you're going to feel jittery you for some people they might even get a panic attack you know so these are some of the ways in which your body adapts to stress in the short run in the first place so this can be termed as the definition of stress so uh, the stress hormone which is going to be released when you go through a pressurizing event is known as cortisol so i'm going to speak in cortisol terms cortisol terms once again i'm just reminding you is known as the stress hormone so the more stressed you feel the more cortisol you're going to secrete. Anyways that's the first topic I hope that makes sense for everybody else so let's crack on let's move on to the second topic how does stress affect you what are the side effects of stress um, sorry about that how does it affect you well when you feel stressed what are the side effects of it you're not really gonna be able to focus the issue on hand at the moment you will feel anxious you will feel like your blood pressure is rising up you will feel like your heart rate is rising up and for some people, it will cause an increment in their blood sugar levels. Why does that happen? I'm going to explain why does that happen in the in like a minute. Your sleep is going to be affected because cortisol hormone, which is the stress hormone, is made up of the raw ingredient known as DHEA. Okay. Well, not DHEA. Wait, let me just pull this up. Yeah, so DHEA, which is known as dehydropiandrosterone. I don't really know how to pronounce it, but just for simplicity's sake, DHEA is the raw ingredient which is produced by the adrenal glands, okay? So this is the raw ingredient which is used to make testosterone, estrogen, melatonin. Mm, melatonin is a sleep hormone, by the way, progesterone, etc., Even DHT. So long story short, all the sexual hormones which actually makes a man into a man which makes a woman into a woman which helps you fall asleep it comes from the same ingredient known as DHEA now DHEA is also used to produce stress so in case if you meet a person who's chronically stressed like let's say let's pick the example of a typical CEO working for long hours barely gets any sleep smokes a lot drinks a lot eats crappy food most of his DHEA instead of being used to produce stress often is going to be used to produce his uh, cortisol hormone because he wants to address several stressful events which happen to him on a day-to-day hell, in his case, on a minute-to-minute or like an hour-to-hour basis. So is that person gonna have high libido levels? I barely think so. Is that person gonna have high energy levels? I barely think so, because his testosterone levels would be suppressed because most of his DHEA is used to produce cortisol because he's constantly stressed. Let's pick the example of a mom who barely sleeps for four hours, has got like three children, does the job, and when she comes back home in order to compensate for the stress, she is emotion, she's emotional eating. She's eating emotionally, basically. The chances of her losing her period or approaching menopause is going to be even more higher because most of her DHEA is used to produce cortisol in order to, cortisol, which is a stress hormone being, in order to address day-to-day stressors such as taking care of the kids, cooking the meals, doing a job. And the fact that she doesn't sleep makes it even more worse because the body is in overdrive mode and lack of sleep is another physical stressor, basically. That's a physiological stressor. So long story short, if you take a lot of stress, if you're constantly stressed, if you're chronically stressed, it's going to affect the internal hormones of your body. So, yeah. Now, there are like your body is in two states okay sympathetic nervous system state and parasympathetic nervous system state sympathetic nervous system state can be defined as you being chased by a lion or like a tiger and you're going to activate the fight or flight response so during the caveman days that means you either fight the lion or you either run away from the lion because when you feel stressed you're going to feel like really anxious or energetic and you either want to fight that lion or you you either want to run away from that line that's just like a strong biological primitive response which mother nature has given to us that's none of the sympathetic nervous system state so the body doesn't really know how to distinguish between a lion chasing you or like let's say another stressful event like you breaking up with your girlfriend your body still has the same sympathetic response basically when you go through a stressful event like that you're gonna activate the same sympathetic nervous system state you know now the second thing is the parasympathetic nervous system state so this is the opposite of being stressed. This is like you relaxing. This is like you digesting your food. This is like you being really calm. You being really zen. How can you achieve a parasympathetic nervous system state? Well, you can probably read a book. You can go out for a massage. You can do something in the long run that helps you de stress, which could be like following an exercise plan with like a really good trainer <clears throat> like me. Jokes aside. And yeah, so if you want to stay healthy, you want to maintain a balance between you being in a sympathetic state and a parasympathetic state, which is you taking enough stress in life so that you can actually recover from it and you focusing on your recovery as well, which is like you being able to recover from the stresses that you place in your body. So yeah, this is how stress affects you. Now let's say when you feel stressed, it's not a good feeling. I feel stressed sometimes because of business, because of uh, some of my clients, not sticking to the plan or sometimes when i get like relationship troubles from my folks or from a girl whom i'm seeing etc you know so i feel stressed you feel stressed there's no such thing as no stress anybody who tells you oh i have no stress in my life (laughs) that's a big joke yeah stress can be your best friend but in if you're chronically stressed it can be your enemy yeah now, here are some of the coping mechanisms as to how people adapt from stress. So like, let's say, um, I mean, in the short run, people don't like to feel stressed and they reach out for instant gratification methods, like food, palatable food, especially like more processed foods, more sugary foods, more salty based foods, more calorie dense foods to satisfy their, to make themselves feel good, basically. Because like, let's say the more processed the food, the more palatable, the foods palatable means like the more desirable the food, you know, the more sugary the more salty the quicker it's going to get your stress levels down in that particular moment but then your stress levels are going to rise up again and then you need double the amount of that palatable food to help you get your stress levels down so this is one of the ways in which people end up putting on weight stress eating yeah so like think about this during your university days you were lean because you didn't have those many stresses and you wouldn't really have that much money to purchase palatable food in the first place. So your stress level was down and the fact that you were broke made it, made it easier for you to actually stay in shape. So yeah, that's point number one. Now, the second thing is alcohol, alcohol, cigarettes, drugs. Now, the reason why people get addicted to things like these is because they secrete a hell load of dopamine, same like processed foods them are making it easier for you to suppress your stress in that particular moment. But then next time when the stress does pop up and when the stressor does occur, you need double the amount of that particular dosage to help you get through that same stressor. This is the reason how addictive like patterns are created. Yeah, So this is the reason why, let's say the typical example of a CEO who smokes a lot of cigars and drinks a lot to cope up with the stress ends up becoming an alcoholic. This is the reason why let's say someone who's a single lady, 45 years old has loads of cats. you know, probably drinks a lot of red wine because she's stressed, you know, again, this is me not judging. This is me just picking out cheeky stereotypes for me to help you get, help you understand this basically. So, yeah, that's one. That's another way as to how people get through their stress then the third thing is gonna be yeah Netflix people often reach out to silly dopamine based habits like YouTube like Netflix because like an episode of Netflix will help you temporarily forget your problems but it's going to secrete a hell of a dopamine and right before the suspense of that episode is revealed Netflix is going to take it away from you so this way you suppress your dopamine in that moment but you secrete more of it in the long run by consuming more episodes of the netflix basically then pornography sex etc helps you suppress your stress in the moment as well so are these helpful are these not helpful the answer is no they aren't helpful but if you consume these in balance and don't get addicted to it use it but don't abuse it then it's probably going to work out for you, to your benefit you know but most of the people don't have that much self-control for them to stay in limit you know these are the usual common common coping mechanisms as to how people from the general population who first come to me cope with their stress of, in life basically thereby causing them to put on weight in the first place thereby causing them to be extremely unproductive thereby causing them to have like absolutely no control over their life you know should you work that way should, should you not work that way I'm not the judge. I'm just the messenger. I'm just going to educate you. It it comes down to you, my friend, on how you work around it and get in charge of your life, basically. Now, long term solutions would probably be something like more serotonin based stress. So serotonin is like a happiness hormone. So when you get stressed, if you actually train yourself to detach from the moment and go off for like a walk, that's going to help you reduce your stress. If you actually make it a habit to regularly go to the gym or perform some sort of physical exercise, which requires you to exert some pressure, which can be some sort of mixed martial arts or something like resistance training, or anything that requires you to step out of your comfort zone, in the long run, when you probably do that, you are going to be secreting serotonin. The third thing is getting a massage. That's shown by research to suppress your stress levels, like for a longer period of time rather than instant gratification methods like food, drugs, alcohol, pornography, et cetera. The fourth thing is spending more time in nature. Think about this. When you go out for that trip, when you go out for that beach town in Cancun, or when you go go to Goa or when you're you're like away from work in nature, your stress is way more suppressed. You're able to fall asleep way more better. And you'd actually find that you actually don't feel like eating that much you know but when you're in like day, day-to-day environments you want to reach out for more crappy and junk food based foods and you want to smoke more you want to drink more that's because your stress levels are down my friend so that's basically it these like so if you want to be successful and maintain your physique in the long run then my suggestion to you is to make permanent stress coping mechanisms as a part of your life rather than temporary stress coping mechanisms as a part of your life so do more of walking do more of exercise read a book more yes reading a book also helps you suppress your stress as well in the long run by the way schedule and more massages you know play with more dogs play with more cats spend more time in nature all the answers that you want are absolutely out there for free you know but you my friend need to make effort for it basically so anyways i have sorted out the coping mechanisms now the most important topic is how does it affect your body transformation let me just break this topic down into the following topics it's going to affect your sleep it's going to affect your training it's going to affect your nutrition it's going to affect your digestion and it's going to affect your mental health as well Uh, let's start off with sleep so when you don't when you're stressed you're going to secrete something known as cortisol When cortisol levels are secreted, you're not going to produce melatonin. Why? Because DHEA, which is the raw ingredients used to make cortisol, is the same raw ingredient used to make melatonin. Okay, so when most of the DHEA is used to produce the stress hormone known as cortisol, there's barely any DHEA left for you to produce melatonin. Now, why am I saying all these technical fancy terms? Because melatonin is a hormone that helps you fall asleep not stay asleep, not increase the quality of your sleep, but it helps you fall asleep. So let's say when you broke up with your girlfriend or when you train way too hard in the gym, then you can actually recover from, or there's some sort of stress on your life. Cortisol levels are secreted. DH, there's barely no melatonin, and you can't fall asleep. Simple as that. Now, if you can't fall asleep, your body is running in overdrive mode the time when you're actually supposed to be resting and recovering, you are way more alert. You're awake. So your body's going to secrete more stress. So the stress secreted from you not being able to fall asleep, along with your previous stressors, are going to combine, and it's going to compound, and it's going to have compounding effect on you reaching out for more instant gratification methods like alcohol, food, thereby making it difficult for you to stick to your plan. So that's one way if lack of sleep is going to be affecting you then the second way is training so if you want to transform your physique you want to be progressing inside the gym why should we why should you be progressing inside the gym let's say you're going to stick to a diet you're going to do your steps you're going to do some sort of cardio that's going to chip away the fat from your body but then you need to be training hard harder every time you step inside the gym this is really crucial because this is going to ensure that when you train harder the muscles adapt by pushing against your skin, thereby giving it that tight, lean, toned look, be it you're a male or a female. You need to be training, basically. Now, you can only hit your muscles harder if you are recovered enough. So, like, let's say if you are bench pressing 100 kilos for 10 reps, next session you want to be aiming for 100 kilos for 11 or 12 reps, which is, like, more than what you did before. That itself is a stressor. How can you place additional stress from your body when the current occurring stress that you're facing has not subsided how can you focus more on an external stimulus an additional stimulus if if you're not recovered from a previous stimulus so you'll usually see like some of the biggest guys in the gym some of the strongest ladies in the gym like the most do looking female or the most jack-looking dude with with their sick lines the v lines and the beach body they usually tend to be really really chill You'll see them spending more time at the beach. You'll see them having that positive vibe, oozing with that energy because their stress levels are relatively low, or they're excellent in managing their time and their stresses on a day-to-day basis. So that's how it affects your training. So if you want to look your best, you wanna keep your stresses in check. Nutrition. Well, when you get stressed, you're not gonna want you're not gonna wanna eat a chicken salad with like brown rice. You'll probably wanna eat that donut or that cheeseburger because when you mix food sources, which are high in carbs and fats. Like let's pick bread and cheese, for example, which could be like a pizza, high in carbs and fats or like a cheeky donut or like, let's say a Yorkshire pudding, basically. Or like, let me just pick some Indian sources like kajukatli, like Mithai, etc. These are like carbs and fats combined together. Or when you mix salty, sugary or extremely processed based foods, extremely palatable foods, palatable foods by that, I mean, On the shelf with like a long shelf life extremely processed and really desirable foods like these secrete a hell load of dopamine inside your body so when you get stressed foods like these are excellent at suppressing your stress levels in that particular moment so like let's say you're deep inside a diet you're supposed to be eating like so and a number of calories and you're supposed to be eating more nutrient dense foods so that you stay fuller but like let's say somebody in your family died and you're really stressed are you going to reach out with a chicken salad or are you going to reach out for that cheeseburger with like the fries? You're going to reach out probably for the cheeseburger with the fries. I don't care how mentally strong you are. I Well, obviously, I met some clients who are like really mentally strong. But most of the people from the general population don't really have that headspace or that mind, mindset for themselves to be rational in that particular moment. So that's how it's going to affect your nutrition. So in summary, your chance of slipping off your diet is going to be higher the more stressed you are, thereby making it really difficult for you while you're on a diet, you know, while you're trying to build the best version of your body. Now, digestion, when you're when you stressed, as mentioned before, you're going to activate the sympathetic nervous system state of your body, which means like your body's going to behave like it's being chased by a lion. It's being chased by a tiger. The fight or flight response is going to be activated. So your body doesn't really know how to distinguish between the stresses such as I broke up with my girlfriend or I'm being chased by a lion. It's just going to feel stressed. And now when it's stressed, you are going to focus on the task at hand. You're going to shut down your digestion. You're going to shut down your reproductive organs. You're going to shut down like other aspects of your non-essential functions like growth of your hair or you being a- able to think because you want to solve the issue at hand. So think about this. The day when you're stressed you're not able to sleep that night the next morning when you wake up you're going to be retaining a hell out of water you're not going to be able to take a crap because your body is still like i want to be addressing the issue on hand i don't want to be focusing on the non-essential functions like reproductive organs like producing the reproductive hormones being able to take a crap so you're going to find it harder to use the restroom you're going to find yourself way more constipated while you are stressed then the last thing is the raw material which is actually used to make cortisol which is the stress hormone is DHEA DHEA is the same raw material which is used to make testosterone it's the same raw material which is used to make estrogen so like let's say if most of it is used to make cortisol you're not going to produce that much testosterone so you usually see men with way less muscle thin limbs but a huge gut And their hair will be falling they will lack libido they will lack sex drive. why just because they're constantly stressed then for females it will increase their chances of them losing their period or it will make them approach menopause even closer than they think even earlier than they think apologies for the grammar so these are some of the ways in which it's going to affect you now solutions i've just stated all the negative and the side effects of stress basically solutions how to make stress your friend well you want to use stress when it's actually beneficial so you want to use stress you want to make stress your friend when it's actually beneficial so catch stress before training psychologically ramp yourself up listen to some heavy metal music try consuming some sort of caffeine before your training provided that you train in the morning consuming caffeine in the afternoon or in the evening before your workout is not worth it because that's going to affect with your sleep you Want to use that stress to achieve something, but you also want to focus on your recovery because if you focus on your recovery, you're just probably going to get stressed in a situation where you require the most. So, yeah, and whenever you get stressed, try to reach out for more permanent based solutions, permanent based coping mechanisms like going out for a walk, playing with more dogs, playing with more cats being social talking to people whom we trust and spending more time in the nature having like a bit of an exercise plan consuming more self-help books consuming more positive based books consuming more just simply reading a book or simply scheduling a massage once every two weeks or once every week you know these are some of the permanent solutions which can actually help you change your life and change your physique as well so as always I don't like to keep my podcasts In the form of a cheesy practical, in the form of a cheesy self-help based podcast, like don't take stress, always be happy, put a flower in your hair, (laughs) nothing like that. I like to keep it as practical as possible. So the solution is if you want to transform your physique, if you want to maintain your physique, if you want to stay in control of your life, stress is always going to remain. But how you manage your stress is where the real money is at. So that's what you need to work around. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast if you liked it then feel free to like subscribe share it with someone download it with someone i'm providing this for free so if you guys can just simply do this for free it will mean a lot you know um anyways for those people who are looking to transform their body maintain it forever and improve their confidence and learn how to be independent after their transformation feel free to reach out to me Let's hop on a call. I would like to know where you are, where you want to be, see what's stopping you and see if I can help you with what I exactly provide. I hope you guys like this podcast and I shall speak to you guys soon. Adios. Ciao.